I had a long haul uh, from where I came from to here, but here we are. So special. Chris Michaels. Chris Michaels Unchained. If God wanted me to be this person and be happy here, he wouldn't let me feel so oppressed. He wouldn't let me feel so trampled on. Chris Michaels, Unrestricted. I say to people who say, well, I, I would like to have done so and so and so. So well, you could have done it. So well, I couldn't get out of here. Man, the bus runs every day. <laughs> Chris Michaels. You know, it's all about freedom. It's all about letting people be themselves. And it's all about choice. Unchained and unrestricted. If I can't live free, if I can't live with the same respect as the next man, I don't want to be here. And bring about the freedom of these people by any means necessary. You are now tuned in to Chris Michaels, Unchained and Unrestricted, the podcast. Listen, subscribe, and share wherever you get your podcast. Hey, today. To- oh. Today. <laughs> What thing we forgot to oh, shit. Here it is. We forgot to talk about that part. Yes, we did. Yes. Y'all didn't tell. Yeah. Today. Today. <laughs> I was supposed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Post the cue. <laughs> All right, man. It is March 28th, 2021. Welcome to the Chris Michaels Unchained Unrestricted Podcast Season 2 Episode Two, what's really good, man? Man, this is this. We got our bearings back, you know. <laughs> after you know, after seventeen delays and twenty nine takes, and like, you know, we got it right. We got like, it right. Like you know? getting to our podcast is like black people trying to get to the airport and shit. Late, oh, late, man, late, man. late. My, I miss my flight. Midway or O'Hare, <laughs> I miss my flight. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, flights Kenya. Is uh, off on another another excursion around the globe and shit. I wonder how she's enjoying herself in Bucharest. I, in what? Budapest. Budapest. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm sure that's not what she is. Bucharest. <laughs> Bucharest. She been working all day. Bucharest. <laughs> Bucharest. <laughs> God damn it, Drew. <laughs> all right, man. Welcome to it. So, uh, Drew, uh, we have an official. Uh, Philly for Kenya. We used to call a guest starring yes. on radio. Elroy Smith, of course, the favorite and most notable program director of my career. Never say, hey, hey, it's it's not called Philly. It's called guest starring. You're guest starring because you guys are stars. Yes. Right? So we have another star to build it. My beautiful, intelligent, most wonderful person on the planet. It's me, Miss Stacy Michelle again. Hey. Oh, thank you. That is my wife over there to my immediate right. All right, so let's start with you, baby. How was your week? I'm pretty sure I know mostly about what, what's been going on with you. I, I would hope so, seeing that you live with her 24-7. I yeah. would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, my week was wonderful. I'm always with my husband. So I swear to God. So he knows exactly how my week was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Working you, or eating. Yeah, yeah, both of them. How was how was how was the uh, work at the salon this week? You taught a couple of ca- uh, classes this past week. I did. Uh, I had my eyelash class last week, but this week I had the brow class, and it, it went well. Yeah, a lot of ladies stepping up and and not being afraid to step into this newfound thing after the pandemic. Everybody's a little afraid to step into their own. So. You got your Invisalign on, I don't do. You? I'm gonna take you know. them out. I sound like you got a lisp, right? <laughs> Yeah, we're going to give you five minutes, five <laughs> minutes to take those out. Drew, what's been happening for the week, man? What this you got? has been a slow week. 
Just a yeah. slow, quiet week. Nothing major happening. Um, just you know, it's it's just a slow week. Yeah, just like yeah. not major. Yeah, same here. Well, not really. Uh, you know me, I'm a jack of all motherfucking trades, right? So my work week, you know, I have to create my work weeks at this point, you know. So so I'm stalling, stalling. Uh, you know, I like to do this kind of shit. My wife would tell you I like to do projects. Uh, so I did a lot of camera installs security camera installs which is you know people is like man i ain't know you did all this you know use radio nigga before radio it was install this uh take a car, uh, car apart put it back together people would call me just be like hey uh listen let me tell you something man you my niece last week uh-huh <laughs> you ever had anybody that you know or you specifically mm-hmm. went to the pumps and put diesel fuel in your fucking unleaded only unleaded only vehicle and shit my uncle told me at age eight yeah nephew don't you ever put diesel in your gasoline yeah in your gasoline tank nephew i don't care if you're eight years old (laughs) you put that shit in your tank yeah Kiss your engine goodbye. Now, most people would think it's over at that point. Like, oh, yeah. fucked up. But it's all about the liquid. You know what I'm saying? The, uh, the, the diesel is a heavier a heavier fuel. It burns uh, not as combustible as, uh, as gasoline itself. So it ain't over. But if it ever happens to you, yeah. stop the car immediately. If you realize it and it never got up to that engine, Hey, no problem. Get your car towed to a shop. Mm-hmm. Drain the tank. Change the oil fi- uh, fuel filter. Simple things, right? right? The minute you turn that car on, and that gas starts working its way from the back of your vehicle to the tank uh, to the engine, mm-hmm. then you got some problems. Your car will not be over at that point, but it will cost you a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, nobody told her. Yeah, nobody yeah. Told but here's her. the here's the problem though, mm-hmm. because most gas stations that do supply diesel fuel. The nozzle should not fit into a gasoline uh, nozzle. Uh, the the uh, for where you put the uh, the shit into your tank. Right, it should not fit. So I don't know where what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, f- unfortunately, that was one I couldn't help her with. <laughs> so being a jack of all trades, I'm like nah, because you're gonna smell like diesel fuel and gas for like 13 days. Oh yeah, know, getting that shit out. So diesel is actually um stronger than gas. Yeah, yeah, it is. It smells strong. Yeah, it looks like antifreeze and shit. It looks yeah. It's it's you know the green antifreeze. It's actually another form of fuel called biodiesel, mm-hmm. to where they made it out of some type corn of corn and shit. Yeah, yeah, some type of corn. Yeah. and they created actual engines that is tailor made for that type of fuel. Yeah. You know, I never knew any of that. environment friendly. Yeah. Don't go fucking your cars up, man. Parents, Please don't. Parents <laughs> teach your uh, young, young ladies and your young men when they're taking that license and getting their first vehicles. Hey, look, you break it, goddamn it, you got to pay for it. Hmm. Shout out to our daughter who still runs a lot of traffic lights. She oh, for God. That shit. I think another one came in the mail. Oh, another one? I think so. I didn't open it. Eventually, the weekend. city is just going to pull up to our house and be like, here, <laughs> you know what? We're just going to hand you all this shit every week. <laughs> These fucking tickets, red light cameras yeah. and shit. Pay us bi-weekly. Yeah, so we had a pretty awesome week, man. We're getting ready for uh, spring, uh, and the weather is starting to turn a little bit, turn the corner a little bit, so we're starting to feel it, man. No more snow. Yeah. We don't see any more nah, snow coming anytime nah, soon. Speak that. that disrespectful last month. Yeah, it's G. But it was only a month. It was it only a day. month. 
That month felt like the entire year. <laughs> dude, we had snow. Uh, I went and barbecued twice in the snow. You would do some and shit like that. You would, you would do grill. some shit like that. I swear that. to God, you dude. Like that time. We got rid of our dog and shit. We we gave him, we rehomed him. Blue to gone? Him. Yeah, Blue's been gone for a couple months now. First dude, now Blue. Dogs God, be on trial period. Damn. Okay, we trained the dogs and then we sent them off. Like we we don't we don't plan to keep them forever. We you're like we the, rehome them. You're like the major pain of dogs. <laughs> yeah, me me and uh, V Dub and shit. <laughs> so blue, I wanted to throw blue in the snow and let him get lost and shit. That was the perfect snow, but he was gone by that point. Courtney do animals. <laughs> so 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 everybody's listening. He he does not harm animals. No, no, no. I wanted to throw him in the snow. They love that shit. Okay. Yeah, they love Anti-cruelty it. society, please do Man, not give that. us a call. Man, fuck that. I would train a dog in a heartbeat, G. They gonna have it rough coming up, but trust and believe they will be trained. Shit. All right, man, let's kick this thing off before we get to the uh, first story, of course. Uh, we are going to do what we normally do when Kenya is here. Uh, Drew does the intro- introduction and my beautiful wife to my immediate right. Not to be confused with the nigga on my left. <laughs> uh, is going to uh, read an excerpt. All right, here we go, Jordan. Ladies and gentlemen, from my oh, book, shit. Authentic Words, written by me. Please read, Stacey. Oh, I had to say please because that one, that's your wife in Kenya, <laughs> Kenya almost with my ass. Yeah, yeah, she almost threw my ass out the window. Please read. Okay, so you say only time will tell. If that's the case, then listen to the present. The past went out of your ear, and you can't hear the future. You know what's crazy? I didn't hear any of it because <laughs> you turned your face away from the mic. So I had to bring so, music. So I'm going to do it again. Yeah, I'm do it again. Ahead. So you say only time will tell. If that's the case, then listen to the present. The past went out of your ear, and you can't hear the future. Just pay attention to the present. That's all I was really saying. Just pay attention to the okay. present. Okay. It's pay a long way around. 17,000 words. <laughs> I told you to say three words. You said 76 of them. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got that. I, I'm, I'm digging that one. That one's pretty okay. chill. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Where can they find your book again, please? Go to Lulu, L-U-L-U.com, L-U-L-U.com. And I think I'm still in the work of international distribution again. Oh, shit. Trying to work it out. Because once I had it on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, so now we're doing the renegotiation on that. Yeah. Okay. All That's right. what's up. Congratulations. Yep. All right, y'all. Let's kick this thing off. Uh, a lot of, not, again, like you said, kind of a slow week. I mean, yeah. not, not much happened, but yeah. some good things happened. And uh, then there were some things that are like, just like, Jay, give it up. Do something else. We're going to get to this last story. And y'all going to trip the fuck out. All right. So uh, the versus battle still picking up. Now, dude, you just told me about this. <laughs> when we walked into the fucking room and I had no idea that, you know, it, the culture was still there. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's been a uh, proposition that the old heads get into this battle. Now, I I, I do like it for a reason. And I'll tell you why, because it's going to lead us into our second story, too. Uh-huh. But. Okay, who, who we got, man? Okay, Easter Sunday, we have Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Isley Brothers. And I seen a recent picture of Ron Isley. <laughs> when I say this nigga is rocking the fuck out of a Frankie Beverly beard. Oh, shit, that's Ron? Yeah, that's Ron. Yeah, wow. That's Ron. Black hair, white 
white beard. Okay. It's looking kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have like been sporting it. that a while ago. He looked like a Cuban Santa Claus in this picture. <laughs> it's working. It's mm-hmm. working for That's pretty dope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, as far as the battle is concerned, is he flying his own fucking plane? Is, what is that he's in? Uh, oh, that's a oh, that's, oh, a, Rolls that's Royce. a suicide doors. Yeah, yeah that's a Rolls Royce. Yeah, okay, that's a Rolls gotcha. Royce. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let me tell you something. Uh-huh. I, I, I can identify with it in terms of like, let's just say, let's go back to the Motown era. A lot of these cats who were on the same label, mm-hmm. they were in competition with each other as well. Yeah. You know, a lot of the temptations versus this group and that group. You can even bring it even to uh, to the Jacksons. Yeah. You know, with uh, the DeBarge family, they were they were all in competition. A lot of them were produced uh, by Quincy Jones. So he liked the idea of that competition. Now, you fast forward. Come on, man. Earth, Wind and Fire. One of the most notable, respected fucking bands in the world, even if. There was no lead singer, right? Even if there was no uh, Philip Bailey and if there was no, no Maurice White, no Maurice White, mm-hmm. if they were just a band alone and shit, just like you had a battle of the bands at the colleges, come on, man. Earth, Wind, and Fire could give Isley Brothers a run for their fucking money. When it comes to singing, Philip Bailey and Ron Isley, they're neck and neck. Yeah. But let's yeah, break falsettos down. Falsettos and shit. Yeah. Let's break down the band structure, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Earth, Wind, and Fire is the freaking band. Yeah. But the Isley Brothers is comprised of two brothers and a brother in law. Yeah. Marvin on bass. Yeah. Ernie on guitar. And their brother in law, Chris Jasper, on the keys. Jasper and Jasper. Remember them? Yeah. Jasper, yeah. Isley, Jasper. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So. When I think about Marvin Isley going up against Verdine White in regards to song structure, you know, even though he know, and, you know, God rest his soul because yeah. he passed back in 2010. Yeah. Um, Marvin Isley cannot hold a candle to Verdine White. He can't on the bass side. When it comes to strong, I mean, song structure, it's neck and neck. It, it's it's up in the air for me. I'm a music lover. I'm a music lover. It's okay. up in the air with me right now. See, the thing is, uh, like, who would buy into it, though? Right? Who would buy into it? And that leads me, that's going to take me to another, I just thought about something else, too, speaking of verses. Um, who would who would really watch that? The Isley Brothers being, like, all in their fucking 70s, pretty much. Everybody in Earth, Wind, and Fire at this point. Still Philip Bailey, who would have to represent. So if you ain't got Maurice, like, I think it can totally go the Isley's way because for one they stayed relevant younger uh, with the younger audience due to R. Kelly's and all that helps so I think on that note alone people will have to think about what they recognize Mm -hmm. and you can go with the Isley brothers twist and shout all the way up to motherfucking some shit he just made last week man twist and shout one story stands out about the Isley brothers where Ron Isley was probably at a stadium he heard twist and sh- he heard um shout mm-hmm. playing during either halftime or during the um during the call. He looked at his nails. He's like, "Yep, that's another two million in my bank." <laughs> <laughs> Just the word. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and many people fail to realize that shout was originally done by the Ozzy Brothers. Yeah, and it's so interesting. You talked about R. Kelly. You will not believe who lives in R. Kelly's old house in Olympia Fields. I don't know why we're talking about it though. <laughs> Rudolph Isley. 
Oh, one okay. of his brothers. Okay. There's some relevance. Yeah. Okay. There is some oh, relevance. You know which one Rudolph is? <laughs> Rudolph. <laughs> Santa's drained in this motherfucker. I'm going to fuck you up. When you listen to Shout, you know the part where, you know you make me want to yeah. shout. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, Rudolph. That's, that's Rudolph. Rudolph. Oh. Why the face, though? That's you got to do it to get that note yeah. out. Oh, Y'all nigga, should see don't, this. Don't. Oh. Okay, you it stop. It just got a little, a little <laughs> more weird, just a little bit. <laughs> Uh, I, I would I would say, in my opinion, I think that I, I actually I like the idea of it. I don't know how many people would buy it to it, especially the older folks who have followed these acts and these musicians throughout their entire lives. Yes. Been fans. But I don't know if they would chime in or so. This would have to be on fucking CNN. Man, no, fucking <laughs> CBS. Something ain't gonna watch. Nothing with cable TV. and shit. Yeah. Channel two, nigga. All I know is <laughs> on that the black and white. All I know there <laughs> is a there is going to be a slew of aunties and grandmamas who is social media illiterate. Yeah. They'd be like, baby, how you uh, let me watch the versus battle on the on the yeah. on the Instagram. Only if you <laughs> on turn it on for me. On the book. Turn it on I for me so I can watch yeah. the Asley's gonna be on. Yeah, yeah. turn on yeah. Instagram so I can watch Ryan Asley shake his ass. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Turn it on for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who you think? Who who you got in it? You know what? You 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 talked about a lot the age yeah. demographic and yeah. I don't know much about Earth, Earth Wind, Wind and Fire. Fire. But I do know about the Osley brothers because they did come into the the my age bracket yeah. Yeah. that I listened yeah. to. Uh-huh. So just for my age, or maybe a little older than me, a little younger, they would probably go with the with the Osleys. Yeah. I was blessed to have a family to school me on old school music and I was introduced to the Ozzy's when I was six and Earth, Wind & Fire when I was like, and you know, I was been around music all my life. But to my surprise, my aunt and my uncle, God rest their souls, went to Crane High School with Verdine. Verdine wife, the bass player. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a- Funny looking Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you say what you want. He's still touching. He'll be 70 this year. Still yeah. got that black perm and still- Smaller than me, cause I'm small. Yeah, he's skinnier than me and can still kill a bass like nobody else. See, there you go. Right there. See, Earth Wind and Fire right there. Come on, man. All right, let me let's do this real quick since we're talking about it, and then see if you would choose. Let's see how many notes, how many fucking lyrics you actually know to this song. Y'all ready? Come on, let's take it up. Sing it, sing it, sing it. Do you remember? Okay. <laughs> September. Love was changing our minds of tender While chasing the clouds away Oh yeah, oh yeah Keep it going, goddammit Hours are ringing In the keys of the souls are singing This nigga know the lyrics As it dancing the night, remember The dance Told you this All the stars hold the light Alright, if you don't sing this part If you ain't know nothing else, you know this Sing it You know that part See, that's that's how that battle is gonna go. Then somebody gonna be like, "All right, let's do this." Remember this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, well. You gotta do the shit when Martin did it. Yeah. Remember, he was getting dressed at the door yeah. when Jimmy and shit was coming. With the robot, yeah. said, robot. Said, well, well, they doing the feeding yeah. here, y'all. Yeah. Feet. If you don't know this motherfucking song, come on. Drifting on a memory. Sing it. Damn it. <laughs> Ain't 
no place I'd rather be but with you. I used to try to sing like Roddy shit. You got to flatten that voice. throat. And sh- Loving you. Okay. Oh. Wow, 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 wow. The faces that the are happening. The fucking battle. Gee, this would be epic. It will. This would be epic. It will. But it I don't will. think that the current culture that is like, like really kind of pushing for the battles would even chime in, tune in and nah. shit. You they know, barely fucking listen to the Keisha Cole and Ashanti shit. This yeah, is they Her- think they over. This yeah. is Herb Kent shit. Yeah. Actually, this is really yeah. some Herb Kent shit. Yeah. It's just that it's on a grander level. But who but who are we to say that this might be an opportunity to introduce a brand new generation of some feel good music? Yeah. See, and uh, the fact that we, we talked about some of this yesterday. Uh, when it comes down to these battles, great. Yeah, it's good for the culture. But a lot of these younger acts, they were inspired by shit that they don't even know about. A lot of the hip hop artists still don't know where they're getting their fucking inspiration from. James Brown with the beats, yeah. the, the producers. Yeah. A lot of them don't pay homage. And that's what I really don't like about the artists today. They fucking yeah. really don't give back the homage and pay the homage and respect. They don't know who to give yeah, it to. Half like, of them. They don't know where they're getting they, they remade music from. It's remade three times. Yeah. When you don't understand inspiration, you don't truly understand creativity. For us as music heads who really love this shit. Yes. Uh, yeah, I would tune in. Yeah, I, I would tune in. But it, 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 it would have to be something that, like, I can't just look at it. Like, when it's on, you know what I'm saying? I want to see it just because, like, oh, shit. I forgot about that song. Oh shit! I didn't know that this person made this record. You know, it's yeah. that kind of nostalgia for music and shit that I'm always intrigued by. Yeah. Yeah. Which leads me to our second story. Now, yesterday we were out to eat Cooper Hawk, right? Yeah. My wife and I, you know me, I started sipping a little tequila. I'm not drinking that night jar wine <laughs> oh, ever again. Hell no! We got some. Got that some. shit is like yeah. Coding just yeah. only right. for it's no a, reason. It's a different kind of hit. It'll hit you a little it differently. Yeah, I like it. Like I don't like the taste of it. Put a little juice in it. Man, fuck that juice. I don't like the taste. <laughs> hit you like That'll a tranquilizer, that dog. That's what's going to hit your ass like. <laughs> we were talking about uh, Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Now, you know, National Geographic of all channels yeah. aired her life story this past week. And I was saying to my wife the same thing about. Uh, now, I've never been an Aretha fan. I was too young to be an Aretha fan, first of all. But at the same time, I have a respect for Aretha's craft and what she brought to people. A lot of people. One of the biggest artists of all time, still, even in this age. Uh, she passed away, what, three, four years ago? It will it'll be three years this August. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently passed away, but her catalog and what she brought to music. Now, my wife watched more of the movie than I did. Now, not knowing that, uh, not necessarily being a fan of Aretha, I still am a fan of music stories, where they came from, what was the background. And you picked up a lot on, you was like, man, it seemed like Aretha was kind of yeah. an asshole, man. I, I almost got mad. I guess the, <laughs> the actress was a good actress. I'm, I didn't know. Yeah. Cause I'm not a fan of Aretha. I don't know much about her, but like, like, like you said, I like to watch the stories. But I say either the actress is is her coming through, or she really embodied what Aretha was. We don't know because she was a kind of a. She's a little bit of a. I can't say it. Uh, yeah, diva. Yeah, it did. (laughs) And the B word, you know, based off of watching other documentaries about or had Aretha in it. Um. 
Aretha did come off a little diva-ish, yeah. a little asshole-ish, a yeah. little unfiltered in certain moments. But I think the older she got, I think <laughs> the older she it's it's kind of funny. The older you get, the less your filter fades. And I think she naturally fell into that category, even even though leading up to, you know, her um her transition. Mm-hmm. I think it just was her in the raw. You got a father that's well renowned, that's a, a well-renowned pastor. Oh, yeah. 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 C.L. Franklin, he's like deep in the church in in the church game, and then you come behind that, and then you take the criticisms, and then you try to incorporate all of the all of your passion into social economics, social injustice, yeah. and then it's trying to maintain the grill. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It was a lot, you know. So I mean, hell. <clears throat> Is it safe to say that she earned her right to be an asshole? That's what I was going to say. After I was, it made me watch it though. Honestly, you know, sometimes you get turned off from that, but I said, I want to see where this is going. Yeah. And and then when they talked about how she was the greatest and how she's made herself stay relevant, I'm like, okay, well, I guess she earned it. So I, I got over the feeling of watching her be that diva. Right. As I was watching it, because it's like, okay, she, she got the right to feel that way. It wasn't given to her. She earned it. Yeah. She, uh, to me, I think uh, the actress did a good job because yeah. from what I, the small things that I knew about Aretha, um, it, it was that. But again, like what was the backstory behind her being the way she was? Listen, a lot of these artists, again, you know, we got some great ones. The Tony Braxton, she ain't done no verses yet, yeah. right? But Tony Braxton had respect for Anita Baker. Anita Baker had respect for uh, the Arethas, the Gladys Knights. And you go back, back, back. Again, today's music, like that's why some of these artists, I don't get into them because that diva status and shit, you ain't earned that to me. Exactly. Yeah. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, you, like, I get it. You get, like, Patti LaBelle is a fucking diva queen, goddammit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, who she is as a person, she is the most humble man lover you ever. Lover. Patty is that meet. lady. I said I, I would like to meet Patty. I want her to be my grandmother. Mama. My oh, mama, yeah, yeah. my grandmother. <laughs> yeah, she would yeah. be my grandmother. Right? Yeah. How old is Patty? Yeah. Like nine, no, <laughs> Patty's in her seventies. But I used She's to probably early. Is, is she that? In her, is she will yeah. be seventy-seven. Okay. She will be seventy-seven. This uh, are you a fucking book, dude? Yeah, what are you dude, dude, if you're if you're off by any number. Kick your ass because if you just throw, she like I'm 71, bitch, nigga. That's a problem. But Patty in herself always been the person uh, that she even portrays on television. Remember she played Dwayne Wayne's mama. Oh my god, I Una, love her on that bed. fucking. That's a mama. That's, that's a, mama. a hood mama. That, but get on that stage and become very diva ish. That was the act. Yeah. But the person who she is, by all means, Fantasia. Love. I love Fantasia. Mm-hmm. Love the fact that she's very humble. You're talking about a major fucking power player with the voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I could I say the same thing about uh 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 Jennifer Hudson and shit? Not so much. I think she kind of ushered herself into a diva status before she earned it. Now, my wife, we ain't talking about vocals. We ain't talking about voice. I'm talking about like, have you really earned this shit? Um, not so I don't. I don't see J Hood as an actual diva. I see her as someone that is extremely talented, mm-hmm. one of the strongest voices I've ever heard. But mm-hmm. she does <laughs> not come off as a diva. You don't I think th- so? I think that she would like to. 
I don't think she does. Does it well? I agree. I think that she would like that status. Kind of what both of y'all are saying. I I don't think that she has earned that. I don't think she's been around long enough. I don't think that she's put out enough to be called a diva or a queen. And respected as that title. As far as her voice, she could be. Yeah. But I don't think she's earned it. People would call it that. I just don't think it's earned. I think what I'm tired of is people making the words legendary, icon, diva, uh, OG. They just give it to somebody because they prematurely because they because yeah. because they have prematurely. A, uh, yeah. The church kind of background voice. They give it to it. No, that's not what that's about. Yeah. She could be, but I don't think I don't think she I is. don't care if Rico sang tenor in the. 10 a.m. choir. You did not earn <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you earn know. it. Uh, with, let me ask you this. There's a battle, right? There's a Fantasia and Jennifer Hudson. Who are you going with? Oh, shit. Damn. I'm going with Fantasia. I'm All sorry. day. Yeah. I'm going with Fantasia. Yep. All you know, that. For alone. me, I just watched them and, and hey, everybody got a different opinion. But watching Fantasia, um, listening to both of them, I just feel like Fantasia's more authentic. I feel like she yeah. feels it. You can look yeah. at her when we she sings about that and she means what she's saying. Yeah. It's not just a performance of what I need there to look is. like in front Major of other people. Major difference. Yeah. Major difference. And I think that's a great comparison because unapologetic to me, pro, un, unapologetic performances are the best. Yeah. Now we know that. we know we talked about again, I'm bringing up a lot of shit we talked about yesterday because I got into this heavy for like 10 minutes, right? Fantasia's story. You know, remember how we used to, people used to criticize her. She can't read this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, but that's a story for her. But you're talking about somebody who inserts their self into their performance. And when you look out, yeah, I couldn't read. And I use this as an example. Next thing you know, I'm on American Idol. Next thing you know, I'm doing shows for 4,000 people. Next thing you know, it's 12,000. Next thing you know, I'm singing at the Super Bowl or some shit. That's how big and respectable Fantasia can be as an artist alone. But the fact that something overcomes her, overtakes her, you feel that in that performance. A lot of yelling. A lot of gospel-ish oh, churches. Yeah. Now, who else yells like that? Ooh, Jennifer fucking Hudson. Hudson. I think that is a more of a performance status thing. Let's get there. Let's, because I don't know. At one point, fucking Jennifer Hudson thought she was Beyonce and shit. I guess I just, I, you can't. I, I don't feel her yell. Yeah, I don't feel it in my what? soul. Oh, you don't feel That's her. What I'm okay. saying. I'm saying because I, I felt it. She just yelled. I 10 minutes ago. About, no, my ears felt it. My ears feel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you don't feel <laughs> like don't there's feel emotion in the it. The emotion. I see Fantasia. The looks on her face. Everything. Yeah. When you watch, just I watch people. You, you gotta watch get her ugly face. and shit. Her, Jennifer J. Hud, it looks like a performance when she's yelling. Yeah. Fantasia, it looks like it's coming from her soul. Yeah. Yeah. For and me. That's why I it's agree. called soul singing. Yeah. Because when why you I feel agree. it from the soul, you can't go no wrong. And that's the reason why Aretha loved Fantasia yeah. and was a fan of hers. Yeah. Oh, was she? Yeah. She, Did she want her to play? Aretha wanted somebody to play her. That would have been awesome. And it wasn't. If her. Fantasia played that Aretha, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Oh my God. Fantasia, let me tell you, she did. Fantasia's story did come out on yeah, one of the networks, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a lifetime. I think it was, it was a, a lifetime, lifetime movie. Okay, I think I'm going to watch movie. that one. Yeah. I think I'm going to watch that one. So, speaking of verses, man, let's switch gears, but stay on this verses shit for a minute. And let's talk old school. So, you remember. Come on with it. When Evander Holyfield got his ear bit off by Mike fucking Tyson. How can I freaking forget versus spit it on yeah, the mat? Yeah. I don't I don't Jeez. recall who won the second the second second fight. 
But there's talks that they're going to get back in the ring one last time. Ooh. And this should be coming up in like the next three months. So who you got your money on on the geriatric brawl? <laughs> See, I can't say that, bro. Mike Tyson is still a fucking beast. The only thing that has changed about Mike is his mentality. Mike has gone a little bit uh, softer. Have you seen the podcast? That There's a podcast episode that he did with, um, I think it's Sugar Ray Leonard. In that episode, he said to Sugar Ray Leonard, he has to fight every damn day yeah. to not unleash the beast on, not just in the ring, yeah. just on anybody. <laughs> life. Yes. Mike. No kidding. No I shit. I imagine that. No shit. He has to fight Do you every see day. that dude? Like, what is Mike? Like 53 or some shit like that? Is he? I think so. Somewhere around there. He might be. He'll be 55 this year. Yeah. 55? Yeah. G. Yeah. That dude is still, he's, he's, if I had a reason to hire a fucking bodyguard today. It'd be him. <laughs> Mike ain't seven foot tall. You know what I'm saying? He's, that nigga is a fucking machine, G. Would you buy into the fight? Uh, of course, we watched the last, who did he fight? Uh, last? Roy Jones. Roy Jones. I think he went a little soft on Roy. I think he, that's, that's, and that's what I'm talking about. But with Holyfield, I guarantee you, this would be one to watch a little more entertaining then and I don't think Mike will have to pull any punches. I right. think this would be a, a a good bout. Two heavyweights back in the fucking ring without all the bullshit because uh Roy was a middle was a middle not a featherweight, he was a middleweight. He was in the middle class somewhere, right? I wanna I say think he was a heavyweight. I wanna say cruiserweight or middleweight. It's he, that he class yeah. right under Mike, heavyweight. The the boy, I'm buying that yeah. shit. If it happens at G, we gonna have a fucking party somewhere. We're going to put up big screens and shit in the fucking parking lot of this restaurant if they don't let us come in here and do that shit. Well, damn. Okay. Yeah, I ain't yeah. a big fan of sports, but boxing, uh, she I, loves will, boxing I love man. boxing. Yeah. I will watch that. That's how she boxing, kidding, man. Nigga, we wrestled in the bed the other night. I swear <laughs> to God, it was the fun shit that we haven't done in a while. Like, we were wrestling and shit, right? Real wrestling. It just came drill. out of nowhere. I'm like, this old strong back that motherfucker. <laughs> that woke my lazy eye up. What the <laughs> hell? Nigga, <laughs> it, was, it was a struggle. And it's my wife is like, motherfuckers, look at it. I'm like, okay, you, I'm like, you can test it if you want to. That motherfucking <laughs> small or whatever shit, that motherfucker, let her get a, a them little ass wrists on you, Jim. I don't know where the fucking strength comes from in the wrists, but if they fold over and shit and go around your neck, oh, it's open. I'm tapping, tapping out. out. Really? <laughs> really? It was fun. That was fun. Yeah, we're going to do that again at least once a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was tired as hell. You need your biofreeze. Yeah, yeah. I felt good after that. I felt good after that. Night, yeah. No, uh, no biofreeze was used after the no. struggle, right? No. Okay, just. I think I'm getting a lot of uh, a new strength though in my vitamins, and my I forgot to talk about that on the uh, on our opening statements and shit. Mm -hmm. So I am not doing a keto diet. I'm not doing a keto diet per se. Okay. But I am trying to stay away from the carbs and the sugar a lot. That's why I'm only drinking tequila, right? Ah, and that is okay. that you can implement that into your keto diet for all you other folks out there that's doing that shit. I will say I feel a big difference in all the things that I take now. Remember I sent you the goalies? Oh yeah. The uh, if y'all don't want to take apple cider vinegar, get the goalie brand, please. Yeah, I Buy took the that. goalies. Yeah, take that, that shit. They're they they'll curve you. You fucking take two of those. You and you won't want to eat for like a few hours. I'm like, not even if your lie, stomach is fucking growling. Yeah. Take that shit, G. Uh, all right. So, look, last week we forgot to announce as we're coming to the conclusion, 
This is National Women's Month for all the ladies. Ladies. Ladies represented. Uh, Drew, you got a story about uh, a lady that we should be talking about, Congresswoman. Uh, did you did you get rid of that one? Yeah, let me bring it up real quick. Pardon. So uh, a Georgia Congresswoman. Uh, you guys can actually put it up, pull it up if you haven't seen. Yep. Uh, what is her name? Her name is State Representative Park Cannon. Mm-hmm. She now faces two felony charges. There's video of her knocking on the door of Governor Brian Kemp, who happens to be a Republican, as he held in a, Georgia. Yep. <clears throat> he held a private live stream event to sign the voting measures yeah okay so when you fast forward he she asked why am i under arrest she says i'm a legislator i'm a legislator and she was charged with obstruction of law enforcement and disrupting a session of the georgia general assembly now black knocking on the fucking door yeah so let me Mm. i love black people but i hate black people at the same time nope my thing is Somebody explain. Yeah, explain it. I love. I I hate it because we need a reminder, but I love them because <laughs> we needed a reminder. Yeah. Someone put a side by side picture of Representative Park Cannon being yeah. arrested by go. the yeah. um, police officers and the um the invasion of the Capitol from the oh, no. from from uh from back in January six. Yeah. And they're asking, and they're simply asking, yeah, the insurrection. And they're simply asking, where's that same energy for knocking on the fucking door? Where's that same energy? So they come. Where's that same energy? Who said that? A black person. In regards to the police officers not stopping the insurrection, I understand. Yeah, not stopping it. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. there's like, why is it that the police officers was standing still when you had? People okay. that was yelling in their face, bum rushing the doors, disrespecting Shit, the even Capitol. waving them on in. Yeah, it's, thank you. Yeah, waving them back. into. Yeah, where was that same directing energy? them where to go? Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, mm. but you said you hate black people at the same time. Yeah, I, I thought you where were. Where we go? Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, please understand this. I understand the frustration, but at yeah. the same time, bringing up the in, the insurrection of January sixth. It's not going to fix this situation today. Okay. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm slowly <laughs> at peace with this is the way life is going to be until we let it click in our brains to finally come together as one yeah. to finally be at peace. I mean, to you know, come to them at peace. But apparently we get pit- pushed and backed into the corner so fucking much to where when we finally react. Yeah. We get smacked on the freaking hand. So you were saying about him bringing that back up. Yeah. Kind of like a step back. I'm like, like yeah. a reminder. Yeah. I don't need the <laughs> reminders. I need the solution. I'm I'm more solution oriented. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't need reminders of the exact same fuck up. Cause reminders of the exact same fuck up ain't fixing the past. Yeah. Well, we listen, I'm gonna tell you like this. And which kind of leads into our, our next story. Uh these Trump supporters. Man, it's a new day. <laughs> Tell like, him. It's, it's a new fucking like we never we thought we, we were on the uh, street of progression. Like we're getting further and further away from this mentality where we still have to be recognized as being uh, second, third, fourth class citizens in this country. Uh, we're fighting for equality still every day. Somehow throughout this whole I mean, it started on the campaign trails in 2015. 
when this motherfucker was going to take office in uh, uh, Trump had those four years and somehow we went back decades G we went beyond the 60s we went back damn near bam, to slavery because a lot of these cases we've heard about we've seen we know about black people's now being lynched in Texas, mm. black people being drugged behind fucking trucks. Now, here it is in 2021. They had a good four years of power and authority. What, more than what they ever had? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Because they had a fucking representative. They had a spokesperson that was saying shit with no with with no care, no concern mm-hmm. again for the American people, but to a specific group, they were empowered. Mm-hmm. So dealing with these people today, they lost their fucking leader. That's why you see these fucking gold statues, the desecration of the uh, fucking flags and shit with Trump's face and shit on it right now. The the blue and black fla- flags. Y'all care so much about this flag. You know, that fucking shit is de- uh, desecrating the flag. Is That's a fucking disrespect. But this is... They, this is a movement that they had for fucking four years, G. It's going to get worse. But are, are we too passive still? Now, I ain't talking about the Democrats. I'm talking about we as the Asian community, all the so-called minorities in this country, mm-hmm. the Hispanic community, the Asian community, the black community, all the color uh, people of color. Do we still lack when it comes down to that same fucking energy and shit? Hmm. That same energy that they that they put out. This is this is we want our country back. We who the fuck took it? For me, where did it go? Like that 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 privileged attitude. The ones yeah. that's doing that. I don't think it's that we lack. It's that they got the privilege. They, they got that privilege. They type won't of attitude. be. Yeah, and they, they feel like what they're supposed to have, and they're being done wrong yeah. right now, and that's how they feel. They yeah. strategically, yeah, they strategically implemented that same privilege into every law, every bylaw, every rule. And I think, as minorities, I think personally, I'm over being passive. Yeah, but at the same time, do I really? Is it worth being a <clears throat> martyr? trying to fight for peace is it worth it though because you got to think about it am i really willing to leave behind my family on a principle that may or may not be sought through at the end of the day everybody wants to go home true you know what i'm saying and that's kind of shaky because then you got people that that did see it is really worth it that probably got us to where we are now so they had to say yeah it's worth it in order for us to even have an option yeah to see if we wanted to yeah. go there or, or go back home that's true yeah. you know if they hadn't have done that and thought yeah it's worth it then we would be in in a lesser situation than, than we, we are right, right now. now yeah right so we we, we the pushback has got to be stronger yeah. I, i'm gonna tell you like this jay and somebody was thinking the same thing i was thinking it years ago though like the oppression of of black people we only identify with that shit right Right. We don't form an alliance with anybody. No fucking body. That's we only we only. First of all, we make up most of the prisons. So we have to have some fight, some people that fucking stand in the gap where we're we're fucking missing because we're uh, falsely prisoned in prison or uh, 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 excessively uh, sentenced all this shit. Why don't we have an alliance with the Asian community? Why don't we have an alliance with the indigenous people? Why don't we have an alliance with all the brown people, the yellow people? What What the fuck? 
we don't make up the minority and shit if we all come together collectively. If. Now there's the movement of the Asian, uh, the Asian hate and shit, right? Or the stop the Asian hate. Why the fuck? What do we do though? We fucking hate them motherfuckers too, and they hate us, G. We go into their nail salons and they fucking stores and shit to buy their cosmetics and all this other shit, and they're very disrespectful. This, that, and the other. We hold on to that shit, but like, where's the the unifying person? that can bring these two groups of people together to actually form a new union. And then the same thing with the Latino. We drive to their neighborhood and shit. We look, motherfucker, I'm just coming to get some fucking burritos. I ain't coming to shoot up your fucking scene. You know what I'm saying? We, If we formed an alliance with everybody who was truly oppressed mm-hmm. by the white leadership in this country, boy, we they couldn't stop us. They couldn't. They couldn't fu- now, I will say this. Since Trump's, and this is the good thing, this is the great thing, and this is how we fucking won this election, not stolen, but won it. There were people who were true to being Republicans and shit prior to uh, Donald Trump's presidency. But at the same time, they voted for him. But a lot of those fucking voters switched. They switched platforms and switched parties and shit as a result of Donald Trump's arrogance to be able to say this shit out loud Mm. so now y'all represent so if you're a part of this party and this is who you voted for not only within the presidency but with any form of government or level of government you these motherfuckers is doing like blatant racist shit if you still support that party then you certainly still are supporting what is clear and present when it comes down to blatant racism in this country and shit so a lot of people a lot of these states flipped a lot of them fucking flipped didn't florida flip yeah, Florida, Georgia, Georgia, all flip. The fucking did Indiana flip? Oh no, they still they no. still red. They still red. They still, they red, still red. But they still, they still red. I think the majority in the motherfucker out there. <laughs> <laughs> I think the majority of Indiana did uh, vote yeah. for Biden. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, uh, us as black people and brown people, I would say. That's a movement to start. This whole heterosexual battle and shit we talked about last week oh, with Lil Mama. Okay, Lil Mama. She wants to clout. Man, Lil Something. God, I'm irrelevant now, but the things that fucking matter, certain, I'm not saying that some things don't matter and shit with regard to the the alphabet community, the LGBTQ. Did I say them all? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh-huh. With regards to their rights as well. But uh, at the same at the same time, uh, that's not uh, uh, heterosexuals are not oppressed. We as brown color people of color and shit, we are fucking oppressed people since the beginning of our uh, existence here in this country. So uh, we can do better with all of these. We got to push back a little bit strong and harder. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, because these motherfuckers yeah. ain't going nowhere. It turns into the fact that Donald Trump leads us to our next story. You know, this motherfucker is coming out with his own social media. Can you oh, blame him? Geez. Yes, indeed. I'm going to be devil's advocate. Can you blame him? You got banned from Twitter, Facebook, yeah. Instagram, yeah. TikTok, you got blocked from Black Planet, <laughs> Pornhub, <laughs> MySpace. It's so important for him. College that Club. Click, click, nigga. <laughs> coming and shit. <laughs> Yahoo messaging shit. <laughs> you can't even have an email. <laughs> God damn. Shit. Fuck it. That nigga got banned from Google Earth. Man. <laughs> shit, that's just a fucking map, nigga. My, the arrogance. 
You got black. You got blocked from the old chat rooms back in like 1998. Oh That's how far you got blocked. Dial God up. Damn. That nigga got blocked from dial up and shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. So word is, and let me pull up the story and shit. Uh, I did have it at some point. Keep talking. <laughs> okay. I, mean, uh, I read that Donald Trump is is he's gonna bring up the social media site solely um and probably in the next three to four, three, months, four months. But he came out with a statement. And, and it's been circulating on social media, out yeah. of, ironically, about if I was president, <laughs> I would I would not make everyone take this shot. You know, okay. COVID would have been under control. First, really? I'm like, first of all, they say this is this is a quote from his constituency or representatives. Uh, we're going to have a platform where the presidents that motherfucker is no longer the president, the former president. Bitch, say that. Yes. Where the president's message of America first. That is the name of it is going to be able to put out uh, going to be put out to everybody and uh, somebody coming in the door. Nah. And then, OK, this is this is uh, this is what Trump's statement is. I'm doing things having to do with putting our own platform. This is I'm re- Yeah, let me read it again. I'm doing things having to do with putting I'm doing things <laughs> having to do with putting our own platform out there. That you'll be hearing about soon. Must be illiterate. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Translation. <laughs> I'm creating my own shit because hey, everybody else can block me. But here's, let's go back to the last story though. Would you join it? Hell no. Me, I fucking would. I'll be the fucking troller, dude. This is what it is. So if you want to talk shit and this is out for everybody, not just conservatives, not that you have to be uh, approved by those who run the fucking website or social media platform. Hell yeah. Get in there and talk that shit directly to these motherfuckers. Why not? What's it going to cost you? You that's get to a, say who you are. Yeah. I would definitely join that shit. And I'd be talking so much shit on that motherfucker all day. I can't say that I would join it simply because it'll piss Fuck, me off too it. much. Exactly. That's the <laughs> primary reason why I'm not going to join. I get why, why you would join it. Yeah, I, I get it. I, Just I'm, I'm going to be the first motherfucker on there. I can be on here. You can't tell me I can't because yeah. it's open, right? It's yeah. open so I can be on it. But just Excuse what it me, would do to me. My mic is farting. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, what it would do to me to have to be on there and look at them idiotic people. So you don't want to subject yourself to that shit. That, yeah. For me, that's what it would be because you can only talk so much shit. It's going to be mainly people on there that agree with his ass. No, you know? not so much. I mean, if yeah, it's an open platform like that. They so arrogant. They don't care what you got to say. So it's a back and forth that'll never change. But some, but 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 we have to start, show our strengths in that because even when we we got some great. Now, this is this is the only reason why I look at TikTok. You got a lot of white folks who, again, uh, who switched their platforms or even just always been pro-black or for the black people understand. In fact, in every fucking hashtag on their shit, they put a BL, uh, Black Lives Matter hashtag in there. Mm-hmm. I love those fucking people. Yeah. These are the people who come across on TikTok. And, and, and then with TikTok, if you follow a certain thing, that's who they are like, you should follow this. You should follow that. Uh-huh. There's a lot of white folks out there that really fucking hate this dude. And I guarantee you, these spokespersons will be all over oh, that platform and shit. But what is he doing it for? What is his agenda? He ain't, a, he's, first of all, he gonna go to jail. He's gonna be indicted. Guarantee you within the next few months, y'all gonna see some shit coming down the line. They didn't put the people who've been uh, inst- uh, investigating some of the biggest fraud cases in the country's history on this motherfucker right now. 
there's some guarantees that Donald Trump will be at the very least indicted to where he can't run for president again. But it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop these people from feeling Trump. It's no longer the Republican Party, G. Wow. It's the Trump Party. Wow. It's That's the Trump what it Party. Is. Wow. That's Never what separates that. a yeah. lot of fucking people. It's the Trump Party. It is no longer Democrat, Republican. It's either you for Trump or you fucking not. But I think that wave eventually is going to fall off. But that doesn't mean that he has strengthened a whole lot of people with his ideology, the way he thinks, what he wants, this, that, and the other. There's going to be some other motherfuckers that we got to worry he about. He's feeling shit. empowered and so are they. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of people we have to be concerned about. Would I join this social media? I mean, I can't wait till the day it launches. <laughs> I'm putting my number in right now. Shit. I'm look, on the waiting look, list. Look, bitch. <laughs> Let me tell you something, motherfucker. <laughs> shit. Uh, so what else we got? We got uh, we got another story. NAACP. Yeah, last night. So we knew something was going on. We were at the crib. Now I ain't never seen BET. They bought the rights to air Shrek. I ain't never seen fucking Shrek. Now to me, with Eddie Murphy and Mike Myers and shit being the two lead characters in Shrek, I watch Shrek by by my motherfucking self, dude. I will binge watch all them fucking movies because the talent that's in those fucking movies, uh, Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, who was the uh, the girl that plays something about Mary Cameron Diaz, Cameron, fucking man, that's voiceover love for us, Jay. Indeed, like that (laughs) shit, like that's part of radio. Like man, I can voice over that shit. Great fucking uh, uh, franchise. Yep. But we saw Shrek on. Then it came down to Nutty Professor. Uh-huh. Then coming to America and shit. All I'm like, what the fuck is this? Eddie Murphy? Day? Are y'all going Didn't back to really? black? Yeah, they did that shit yesterday, G. Yeah. Woke up to this shit and all of that was on television. I'm like, something's going on. And then we looked at the fucking guy, NAACP Image Awards. Uh-huh. Last night kicked off, man. Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy won the Hall of Fame Award. Okay. Much respect, Jay. Yes. Hall of Fame very Award. Well yeah. Very well earned. Let's clap for that, man. man. That's earned. Eddie is a motherfucker, G. That well earned. That's a motherfucker, bro. Well I love that nigga. I don't care what roles he played. You talking about all the multiple characters mm-hmm. and shit. You had to fucking laugh at everything Eddie did. Your ass was quoting some of the movie yesterday. That was. And Nutty, Nutty professor, professor and shit. Man. When he was playing uh, Professor Clump. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um... Yeah, I catch that. Yeah, it's okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Uh, so, give us the list of uh, everybody who. Let's see. Were the recipients. Okay, Entertainer of the Year: um, DJ D Nice, Outstanding Motion Picture, Bad Boys for Life, Outstanding Actor. Wait, in- wait, 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 wait. Back yep. up, back up, back up. Yep. What's the first one? Entertainer of the Year: D Nice. Shouts out to Club Quarantine on deck. I'm just saying. <laughs> D-Nice, entertainer every year? Yeah. He be, he be out. Regina the King. What's the criteria for that? Right. He, be out, he be out. Regina King, Viola Davis, Trevor Noah, and Tyler Perry. What? He be out them four individuals. So what is the entertainer of the year category like consist of like because he's a DJ who fucking DJed on social media during the pandemic that's all I can remember and we know D-Nice from BDP this that and the other but what is like like what's the criteria for these fucking to beat out all of those actual entertainers I have no idea first of all you can't put Tyler Perry in a category with D-Nice or even fucking Regina King no there's an actor 
Tyler Perry's credits are as a producer, a filmmaker, a screenwriter, an actor, this, that, and the other, to a fucking DJ. To D-Nice. The day that a DJ be out, two Oscar winners. And I'm a DJ, so. Hey, Viola <laughs> two Davis. Oscar winners. Viola, Viola okay. Davis. Two Oscar winners. Tyler <laughs> Perry. Uh, an, an owner of their own freaking studio and the host of the Daily Show. This is I'm like a DJ, a DJ that they ba- needed another category for that, Jay. Yeah, yeah. They right. needed a whole another category for that. All right, go to the next. Outstanding motion picture, um, Bad Boys for Life. Um, it beat out the Five Bloods on Netflix. I didn't watch that yet. Jingle Jangle, damn good movie. Um, Jingle Jangle. Um, I don't know what that is. I don't know either. My Rainey's Black Bottom, another good movie. Um, One Night in Miami, another good movie. I don't know what none of that shit is except for Bad Boys. Uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is an August Wilson play. Uh, it was centered around 1920s Chicago about uh, it was um, Ma Rainey. Ah, oh, damn. Uh, Bessie. Uh, Do we know who starred in the shit? Because that would make a Viola Davis and Chadwick Boseman. That's what it was. She yep. was a singer, right? Yeah. Okay. She was a blues singer. Okay. All right. Bad Boys on top of that. What yep. other? What Outsta- other? Outstanding actor in a motion picture. The late Chadwick Boseman in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Okay, now they lost to Bad Boys, mm-hmm. so I see. You know, Chad. The movie you can know, be rest decent. In peace. But, yeah, the movie can be decent, but the performances in that movie can. I think he's a great fucking actor, dude. He was. His legacy was, you know, cut short in terms of, uh, in terms of his filmmaking and as an actor. Yeah. Uh, but bad boys over anything that Chad was in, I think, see, this is where, like, you know, this we black, we gonna look out for our cousin <laughs> because he passed away. I yeah. think I, when we watched that part of that speech last night when his wife was speaking. Oh, my God. When he received that award, for when she Golden received Globes, that award yeah. on his behalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that bad boys was that much of a fucking, uh, um, you got one and two? You didn't get no better than 2G. I don't think that that shit should have beat out yeah. uh, fucking uh, that movie. And I didn't even see the fucking movie. Bad Boys for Life is a good movie. They is won't wheel it, back. Is they it, won't wheel back. Is it, is, it, is, it the, is it worth watching over and over again under the no. under the categories of like a, Harlem Nights or, or, no. yeah, or Bad Boys? Coming to America. No. Yeah, so Coming to America. Bad mean, Boys 2? If that shit is on TV and I'm in scrolling, yeah, I'm we're watching stop. that. Yeah. yeah, we're watching yeah. that. But Bad Boys Three it got, no. it got uh, Yep, it was all dark and shit. <laughs> Outstanding actress <laughs> in a motion picture: Viola Davis in My Rainey's Black Bottom. Who she beat out? She beat out Issa Rae for the photograph, Janelle Monae for Antebellum, Madeline Mills Jingle Jangle. Never saw her. Okay. Tracy Ellis Ross in The High Note. Never saw that. See a lot of this shit. Where where are these films coming out? Like on yeah. fucking straight to the majority Netflix or some shit. Netflix. The majority of the films, um, when the pandemic hit, yeah, they everything. were trying to figure out how to get it, how to get these movies out. Yeah. So now some of these movies have been on Netflix, and now some of the movies with slow releases or slow openings of the theaters. Um, I was watching Judas and the Black Messiah on Didn't HBO Max. Yeah. On HBO Max. So if you have like an HBO Max account, you can bring up that brand new movie okay. if you don't want to go to the theater because of the pandemic and watch the a theater. brand new one. Yeah, we ain't doing Streaming that. Streaming everything. Yep. Uh, let's see. Um, outstanding actress in the comedy series, uh, Issa Rae for Insecure. Outstanding actress in the drama series, Viola Insecure Davis. is kind of crazy to me. Yep. I, I've, I've watched it. one or two episodes. I, it's it's and, a lot to take. And... 
Chadwick Boseman won once again for outstanding. Cool. Chadwick Boseman. Okay. Outstanding. You got the asses. <laughs> <laughs> Outst- <laughs> outstanding supporting actor in the motion picture for The Five Bloods. And he okay. beats out Aldous Hodge in One Night in Miami. Clark Peters also in The Five Bloods. Yeah. Coleman Domingo in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and Glenn Turman. Glenn Turman, I'm, I'm saying his name right, up in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Now, Glenn Turman played Preach in uh, So it Kobe sounds High. like all of the fucking, like, what's not a broad scale of uh, of uh, competitors in these categories? It all sounds like the same shit. Uh, Who's the biggest award of the night? Ooh, biggest award? Let's see. Uh, let's go all the way. Was that Eddie Murphy? It had to be. Well, that was the lifetime, right? Okay. Uh, the biggest awards were President's Award, LeBron James. What regards to what? I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea. Hall of Fame Award, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> but you said it was the biggest, <laughs> Hall of Fame Award, Eddie Murphy. Right. Chairman's Award, Reverend James Lawson. Have no idea who that is, okay, and well, I'm gonna have to do yeah. my research. Those that. are the ones who didn't even get filmed. They just kind of, uh, just kind of put out the statistics or the final results and shit of these uh, categories. All right, man. Well, NAACP, uh, NAACP uh, Image Award winners, congratulations on yep. your blackness. Yes, right. let's keep it black. Uh, do we want Will Smith back? You got to drop that Scientology first. We're <laughs> gonna have to put Will in the fucking church. On the south side of Chicago, that is connected to a barbershop and a motherfucking liquor store and shit. That's okay. the only way we're going to get Will back. So, to man, insert them in some of these categories, dog. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, did, did Will have an acceptance speech? Oh, you don't know. You ain't even watching. I ain't watching. I'm just reading. Yeah, we're going to have to go uh, back and see. Yeah, Anthony to... Anderson did a great job hosting, though. Yeah. He got a full beard now. Shout out to the homie and shit. I'm starting to grow mad in like today. I like it. Yeah, patches. I'm the pin. No, nigga. <laughs> you got the patches. That cheek right there look like a baby's nut. Oh. <laughs> that bottom's that on infant? the cheek. No. Man, swear to God. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so, yeah, less slow week, but it was cool. Again, we're getting ready for uh, the opening of spring here in Chicago. Yeah. Temperature's starting to get warm. And so that means when the warmer temperatures come, Hmm. Everybody starts to break up, but not us because I ain't lonely no more. I'm booed up. I ain't lonely no more. I'm booed up. Please don't sue us, Nick Cannon. We're going to use that forever until you tell us to stop. Please don't send us a pee. <laughs> All right, man. So my baby decided today that she was going to, she loves relationship shit. I do. Uh, what you got happening? Okay. So my question hmm, it's kind of for men and oh, for shit. women. Men and okay. for women. Okay. Ask away. I ain't heard this yet. So I'm, I'm about to drink right now. <laughs> take a drink. Take a drink. <laughs> How do both parties, I'm going to speak. I want y'all to speak. Okay. A woman proposing to a man. How do you all feel about that? I'm against it. Feel that it's something that should happen. I'm against uh, it. How do you feel about I'm, that and why? I'm against it. I'm against it. I'm against it because, number one, if a woman ever proposed to a man, the man is no longer the man in the relationship. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, what else to say? Because if a woman proposes, I understand. If a woman really wants their man to be their husband, I understand you might love him a lot. But let the man be a man and propose to you the way it's supposed to be done. Yeah. I mean. Why, why should, it, should it be done that way, though? Because any man. You got to understand how a, a man's mind work. A man who is determined to let go of all his holes for you. 
Just <laughs> nigga. Hey, yeah. hey. He's like, look here. <laughs> look here. I'm letting go Becky with the good fucking hair for you. Yeah. He thinking yeah. it, but through the proposal, so, he's saying it. So if your wife right now, if Alicia had uh you know, she you married her. You know, you proposed, you 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 were at your at your point and peak when you said, you know what, this is it. You you turned that or you got over that hill. Mm-hmm. Not that everything was downhill after that, but you got you got to that place where you said you were comfortable en- enough with this woman. In fact, you want her for the duration of your fucking life, right? Let's just say you got to that point. You started planning it out. Mm-hmm. You started to pick the day where you were going to surprise her and you fucking had everything all your this that and the other but fucking she beat you to the punch right but you had already made up in your mind that this was the woman that you wanted to spend your 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 last days with right but the day before y'all had fucking cooper hog drinking some night jar she said you know what <laughs> feeling it you know i think this is the moment babe i'm gonna go to the bathroom for a minute and shit next thing you know she comes back with a gang of her girls and shit, and some of you, Ooh, I'm the there and shit. She's like, Chris, I'm proposed to this. And I'm like, oh, I can't say shit. I can't stop this. <laughs> this motherfucker's spiraling out of control and shit, right? I can't stop it. Uh, Alicia, okay, shit, I'll be there. I don't know what the fuck is happening. I know he was going to do it like next week. I'm there. Everybody there to support you in, in, in your moment of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. But you had already made up in your fucking mind. She don't drop down to no need this, that, or the other, but she has a great display of her affection for you publicly. And there comes her asking you, would you take me as your wife? Would you be my husband? Is what she would say. Mm. You going you gonna to decline that offer, G? I remember. Boy, that was a setup for your ass. Man, wasn't you, you gave him no choice but to answer. I remember, <laughs> I remember me and Alicia actually having a conversation in regards to that. Or was it with Alicia? I don't oh, know. Nah. shit. No, 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 no. It wasn't with Alicia. He right? just said it was a conversation. No, it was a conversation. It was a conversation. <laughs> I said to myself, you know what? If I was in, if I was ever in a position, Alicia included, I would have shut that shit down. I'd be like, the reason why I'm going to tell you no at this very moment, I'm going to pick her up. And then I'm gonna get down on one knee. I gotta flip it. That'd be a perfect opportunity to flip the shit and be like, it's because okay. it's supposed to be my okay. job to ask you. And then I would have been like, Alicia Lavinia Alexander, would you do the honor of being my wife? Okay, okay. good response. I like you gotta that. flip it. You gotta that was cool, it. boy. I didn't know where you was going Come at first. Did I do it? You did it. You did well. You did, you did, well. You did well. That was cool. Cause you gonna kick boy. my ass, boy. <laughs> That that in in that particular situation, if that's where you were, yeah. All right. So now let's think about the other guy, the other guy who's like, shit. Let me flip it on you. Come on with it. If okay, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to beat your ass, nigga. <laughs> Stacy is the type of person where. When she goes out for her man, yeah, she gonna go smooth the fuck out. Yeah, so I'm talking about let's 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 do a RPM Steakhouse. <laughs> this motherfucker, which okay, one? Drew. Which one? They got they right down the street. No, no, they, fuck that. They no, literally fuck, close to each know, other. Which that. one? This shit. Okay. I like the one on the river. I do one better. Okay, steak, you know I like water. Steak forty eight. Okay, you eating the you eating the loaded macaroni and cheese with the lobster and the um and the steak bites in it and shit. I ain't you got munching on the. I'm you, off my carbs. Okay. <laughs> 
You munching on some gluten-free pumpernickel bread? Um, okay. All right. Stacy said, I'm about to go powder my nose. Translation, I'm about to go this pee. So she about to go in the washroom. She comes out with her girls, okay? All her sisters, because, you know, they're nothing but light-skinned vampires in her family. And, you know, you got to understand. I love y'all. I got to say it. I got to say it. Okay. All right. They all 600 years old, but they look 12. Anyway. Um, okay. Okay. They all come out. And... In this particular case, Stacy has a ring. A fucking ring. A custom made ring tailored to your personality. And she is on her on her knee. Yeah. Looking up to you. I don't like that. Looking up to you. <clears throat> what would you do, Chris? <laughs> the face. I ain't even gonna look at it. <laughs> because you can't just throw back some shit to me, G. But what would but you I, do? It's a question. It's a question. <laughs> what would you do in that moment? In the moment where you guys were still dating, Stacy beats you to the punch, pops. <laughs> Feels bad on the other side over here. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> shit, I don't like the pressure. Okay. Uh, you can always handle the pressure. Listen, <laughs> I don't even have an immediate response for that shit. Really? Right. Like that is such a surreal thing. It is. It right. really is. Like, if you like, really think I about it, I couldn't even imagine that shit happening. First of all, let me say this. I had to think about it for a second mm -hmm. because the type of woman that would attract me is not that kind of woman. You understand what I'm saying? When it comes down to her taking the lead, that is not the kind of woman that I would be attracted to. So I don't think that specifically I'd ever get to that point because I would, even if she's, let's just say she's under, putting me under the pressure of getting married, I would have a whole lot of conversation that's going to lead up to that because let's talk about our backstory. Like, is this the right time? We, I ain't going to ever be surprised by no shit like that. I think at that point, throughout the relationship, Stacy and I would have discussed enough for me to know, like, oh, she's gonna be one of these. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to end this right now and shit. It was because initial I don't thought. think that she would ever have the thought. opportunity. If it was my wife who I love dearly right now, I don't think that I would have saw that in the person that she is. She had other ways to hit any and everything, this, that, and the other. And I start, I took that as an opportunity to play some games with it. Like, shit, man, I think maybe about five years or so, shit, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Even though I had already put the down payment on the motherfucking rock, you know what I'm saying? And it was a way for me to create some banter and shit within my own self to be fucking enthused by. In terms of seeing a woman, there would be some traits there first. There would be some shit there that who, who it would have turned me off if I she would have never got to that point whether it be Stacy or any other fucking woman it would have been some shit some clear and present dangers in front of me and shit that I would have said nah oh my I'm not about to be pressured into anything and shit and certainly I wouldn't have given her the opportunity to to do that now for the men who say no I can't speak on that because I will never I don't think that I will ever allow myself to be in that position. But for the men who say no, let's flip it back to the motherfucking West Side over here. My beautiful <laughs> wife, Stacy, she's sitting on the West Side of the building. So that's what we call it. <laughs> uh, if the man says no, 
what the do you do in that moment is shit. And most importantly, yeah, we hitting her ass back. Wait a minute, I didn't answer the question. Most importantly, I didn't answer the question. It has been stated that. Do you believe that if a woman says no to a proposal, is the is the actual relationship over? Okay, she getting ready. To answer oh, okay, don't forget oh, see, that I because that's another I wasn't part gonna to say, it. See, I, that was the fucking you didn't wait. So he, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go to that because I've had these conversations with other women, not on purpose, but just talking about relationships. Yeah. And I have talked to women that that are okay with uh, said they would definitely propose to that man. Um. Again, anybody I know. No. Okay. Let's go call him and shit <laughs> no. after this podcast. Like, what the hell? The fuck is you thinking? So, so <laughs> do I see something wrong with it? No, it's not. Would I? Hell no. I'm not going. No. I'm not see, doing told it. told you. I'm not doing it. I'll leave a relationship before I do that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I knew that. Now, is it about pride? No, it's not. It's about, for me, like Drew's kind of said, understanding a man's mind. I'm not a man. Uh, grew up around a lot of men. Uh, I've always been friends, you know, prior to my marriage with mostly men, mm-hmm. boys, younger. It, for me, I think that a woman asking a man to marry her feels to me like he Desperate. wasn't ready for that. Oh, okay. Ah, got it. Because what I have come to understand from my experience being around me and growing up around me and that they go for what they really want mm. and what they're really ready for. For me, if a woman asks a man to marry her, not to say that he's not ready. In 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 your in your question to Drew, what if you were going to do that anyway? But if he was going to do that anyway, then it's something he sought out and he planned out in order to capture his woman. Yeah. He went to go get her. Yeah. He was planning on going yeah. to get her. Right. Um, would a woman know that he was going to do that? No, she wouldn't know. But that's why I'm not doing that because to me, I would have to ask myself if I ask him to marry me, and he say yes, do I then expect him? To act as the head of the household because he didn't ask for that position, did he? Yeah. You asked yeah. him. Yeah. So can you later get mad at him for not being ready to be the husband that you asked him to be? He didn't ask you to be a husband. You asked him to be one. Yeah. Good question. Good point. So for me, <clears throat> I expect the man in my life that I'm married to and that I'm not married to before we got married to be the man in my life. The man, I can't expect you to run the household and be the head of the household if I put you in that position and expected you to be somebody maybe you wasn't ready for. So that's why I ain't asking. I get it. (laughs) I'm not asking. Go ahead. And just to take away, again, I want to be the woman in a relationship. Before my husband, I have been told that I was more so the man in a relationship. And my answer was kind of, well, you know, fucking woman. if you stop wearing the skirt, then I can put it on. Sorry, that's What you got bad. on the sassos? I'm just saying. <laughs> Let me wear the skirt. If, you know, if, I, if I'm in a position and I feel like I got a man up, then I don't need a man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. again, I want him to assume all of those positions. He may not know how to do it. To yeah. the best of his ability, he's going to be figuring things out just like I will. But that right there would tell me at least enough to be like, OK, we're going to figure this out together. But he's up for doing it. And it's his choice to do it and not mind putting him in that position. Uh, would the relationship be over? Is what you're for me? Yeah. Yes. If yeah. I, if if I declined, were a woman that asked yeah. and he declined, the relationship would be over. Yeah. yeah. Because for me, what we doing then? You got to think about. If we've been together all this time to the point where I felt compelled enough to ask you, me, myself, I'm not going to ask you unless I feel like we need to step into another realm. So meaning I want to step into another realm. And if you don't, then that means that I must be going somewhere you don't want to go. Based on the question that you asked, this is just in general. You have to think about the work 
the time and the consistent inner battle within yourself of trying to work up just the nerve to say, I want you to be my life mate. Shit. What if Shit. she just like that? She wanted on her I mean, time. some like, women ask that, yeah. want that yeah. right away. They don't even know the man, but right they just away. want to be able to say, I got a husband. I get that gist of it. But at the same time, you got to think about how much time you put in. If you put in five years worth of a, of a relationship and you and you're ready and he's not ready or he's ready, but she's not ready. Do you do you continue it? Well, see, is it worth continuing it? For me, there's no time limit on it. It's about where both of y'all are together, and if it seems like both of y'all can go there. We was together right. for five years yeah. before we he proposed to, shit to me. To work out. We had others. Yeah, we. I we, got the kinks out. Goddamn, definitely five, did. Five, <laughs> five years was good timing, goddammit. But in that time, yeah. I I did want to do things. I I did want to be married. We kind of talked about this early on. We was just in a relationship, so I knew his take on it. Had his right. take on it that at that my, point yeah. been, I'll never do this again. We probably wouldn't have dated year one. Yeah, true. Because I planned on being married again. I wanted that experience. Uh, <laughs> the first time I was just practicing. You know, practice yeah. us. We like he, practice. he was too. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> but for me, I knew where it could lead. And we were leading up to that point. But I wasn't going to never ask him. I was actually, it's funny. I had, funny story. I had a date in my mind because we had been through things before that I, it was only a certain amount of time that I was going to stay in a relationship as his girlfriend after these things that we went through. <laughs> I didn't say this to him and I never planned on saying it to him. And if we had not made it, he would have never known because I wasn't going to say it. Yeah. But in my mind, <laughs> it's okay. This is where we are. I feel like we should be leading into the next space. I'm not going to spend too much more of my time doing this right here. So he got this. It was a date. I ain't going to lie. It was a date. He didn't know it. He actually proposed about a month before my date because either the money I was saving was going on a wedding or was going on a down payment on somewhere else. She say that shit. He don't believe it. It, it sounds it good. <laughs> it sounds good. But look, look, my thing is, see, the, 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 the oneness should not be a surprise. Like leading up to whoever proposes should not be a fucking surprise. You should have certainty about this person. This person should have proved themselves in this regard, this regard. You name the categories or criteria that you fucking have. The surprise should be, yeah, oh, it happened today, but not that it did happen. Because you shouldn't be surprised about a motherfucker who clearly looked like he ain't ready for marriage. Would you say yes? If you wasn't ready to marry, let's flip the question. Like, would you say yes? It, it is specifically to ladies because it's most common. Mm -hmm. Would you say yes to a motherfucker who proposed that you like? Mm, not because I ain't ready, but I don't think you're ready. I would say no if I felt that yeah. way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think like intuition don't on, lie. It's based on yeah, would, what? Well, not even sure so much as intuition. Yes. It's based upon the Action. the history and the experience that you've had with this person how the fuck you gonna ask me to marry you and you ain't even taking care of the keys that you had with the previous motherfucker like yeah. uh, this you showing me a little irresponsibility here yeah i'm here this that and the other we cool but we're working on you get time to work on yourself like nobody should be pressured into to any any marriage based upon somebody else's timing right. it could be explained now it ain't a conversation to run away from it's one that you actually have some real honesty about and in that situation you say yeah uh yeah i do love you baby and, and yeah but you don't want to ruin the surprise or whatever and shit but you still could be honest and be reasonable and shit with your fucking time like our situations where we were both fucking married right our marriages were already over yeah but the paperwork was not done and shit pretty much now 
we call it practice situations and respectfully to 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 the exes it was the same thing for them and shit yeah, you know what i'm saying they too. fucking both <laughs> married again or in relationships long term and not, you know what i'm saying but i think we learned like you don't get everything right the first time yeah. around and shit yeah. so that's why we say respectfully but at the same time stacy and i could not have done the same things that we did in our previous relationships and lead to a fucking healthy fulfillment of marriage and shit in our current relationship right. we couldn't see like we would have had to talk about like yo certain things and shit that you fucking do that i can't fucking relive with somebody else again and shit so i think it's about being honest so the surprise yeah that's good the fucking day and time you thought we was just going to hooters but fuck yeah. everybody at hooters yeah. and shit got on bridesmaids dresses right. and shit in fact one of our friends let me tell you let me tell you how this shit worked Mm-hmm. With one of our friends. I ain't going to drop no names, but we went to a fucking wedding almost two years ago where I hosted. I emceed a fucking wedding. That was a surprise to everybody that thought it was an engagement announcement and shit. It oh. was a wedding. So this is a woman who is very fluent in her career, in her as a businesswoman, this, that, and the other. So we see the assertiveness as in her personality. I don't know if she proposed or whatever, but this whole thing that they did as a surprise and shock to people was like a shock to us. Oh, how'd you go? Shit, how long y'all been knowing each other? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. We saw some things this past year when it came down to people in their weddings and shit, uh, past two years, that was really a shock, but that relationship was for them. So are you comfortable, were you comfortable with the public display of, 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 proposal that we did that i did i was i again like you said i was not shocked that it happened i was shocked when it happened yeah, because knew, i wasn't expecting yeah. it on that day but you knew but i felt I was like that person i you knew you were that, that person because of conversations that we had it? you are uh was you're a great father all yeah. of these things that great father. That, that for me i needed to be already now the other stuff we figured out i needed certain things to be in place already and you yeah. had that so although i had my date in my head <laughs> It was for the things that we went through that I didn't want to keep continue to going through and didn't want to do as a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. But I knew that if this man asked me in my in before this time, I would say yes. But I would have never put an ultimatum because I don't believe in in putting ultimatums on people for marriage. Your yes wouldn't be a a a yes or no. It's a yes to okay, a yes but when situation because this person should not. This person should not be surprised because of what you've exchanged right they shouldn't be like making their decision like, like right here marry and me. like, like no yeah. it ain't gonna be it like had to be based on <laughs> I, I got some more thinking to do and shit that's a fucked up situation yeah. but to be able to talk talk about it but as uh, back to the original question would would i respond and shit if 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 i had uh shit it's kind of hard to answer that but i would say no i would clearly like, hey, we need to go talk. Hey, excuse me for a second, y'all. What the fuck are you doing? You going to emasculate me right here, right now? Because some of the ladies, if y'all seen, they done got on one knee and I'm not talking bad about anybody's situation, but for a masculine man, for a woman to get down on one knee, it's like, You get on your knees. It ain't for no motherfucking You know what? Give me your hands. Swear to God. All right, y'all, that's going to be it for today. Thank you to my beautiful wife for filling in. I'm sorry, guest starring for Miss Kenya Simone. Y'all give it up for Miss Stacey yeah. Piggy. Her last name is Piggy. 
Yep. I call her Stacy Michelle because those are her names as well. All right, we got. And she's uh, the Michelle in Michael Michelle's. Michelle. Yeah. Shout out to my man, uh, uh, Romello Smooth, who's like, man, y'all open up some shit. Mello. Yeah, yeah, that was that was opened up in October. So he saw the uh, Facebook post when we put out the uh, commercial oh, cool. as voiced by the beautiful and wonderful Miss Jean Sparrow. Thank, Thank you, you, sister, Jean. for voicing our so incredible commercial. All right, sis. Sis. Uh, my wife. <laughs> That's kind of weird. That's my sis, though. Yeah. <laughs> I can say sis. Filling in for sis. Guest star for sis. There you go. What you got coming up, baby? Oh, uh, well, my classes. Eyebrow extension. Now, look, I said eyebrow extensions. Eyelash extensions. Uh, brow services. I have classes every month. I'll be putting them out soon for anybody interested in enrolling. Please go to my social media and send me a message. I'll respond immediately. Which is? Michael Michelle, Beauty Bar, Stacy Pagui, or continue my education. All on Instagram and Facebook. You got You ain't got no TikTok, right? No, I don't. You ain't got no talk ticket. You ain't TikToking. <laughs> you ain't talking for the tickets. Mm-mm. That's what's up. Mike Michelle is located at 16651 Oak Park Avenue in Tilly Park. Deacon Drew, master uh, of voices, master of production, yeah, master of animation, yeah, master of uh, notary public, all that <laughs> shit. You know, just master of lushism. <laughs> Man, just catch me with Bonnie Deshaun with Bonnie's Eye on the FM Omni Channel 95.1. Download the 95.1 FM Chicago app so you can listen to us every Saturday. And uh, doing my voiceover shit. And uh, shouts out to Rick Party to now. Party, party, party. He is my official voiceover coach. That's what's up. Yep. Right, Cause you got some, you trying to get, you keep looking at your trying fucking to clock. Yeah, trying to you expand. You keep looking at it yeah, like, nigga, man. I got something to do. Let's wrap this shit up. Yeah. Hey, he gave me the, hey, he gave me the Dave up, Chappelle, B. Dave Chappelle, wrap it up button. Wrap that shit up, B. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, uh, hopefully soon, uh, y'all be hearing about the new grand opening of the new uh, eateries and this, that, and the other coming very soon. In fact, uh, yeah, before the end of 2020, we'll have uh, some more things. I'm sorry, 2021. Uh, we'll have some more things to be bringing y'all to. Look, these podcasts are going to be going live too. Uh, starting when the weather gets like consistently around 70 degrees. Yeah. Because we're going to invite you guys out to sit into our VIP room here where we record at Cajun Boil and Bar. We're going to commandeer the room for about two to three hours. And then how you guys come out and eat and drink with us yes, and participate in the podcast as we take it not only uh, on the audio side, but on the visual side as well. But we're going to take questions and some of you guys' uh, comments and this, that, and the other as well. So, all right, be on the lookout for that at Chris Michaels Radio Podcast, all of that shit on Facebook, on Instagram. And uh, I just go to TikTok uh, to look at all the racist, racist folks get belittled and shit by all the... Tr- the Trump man, I gotta say, shout out to my white delegates. Oh, that really kind of been putting it out there on TikTok. I'm a fan of you, motherfuckers. Next week, I'm gonna name some people to follow because the black delegation and the white delegation are coming together on social media. I'll be the first one on the Trump hmm. yep. social media. I swear to God. All right, next week, y'all, we holler back. Have a safe one. Gone. Right.